How's it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine, music, and food, and how they all go so well together. Now, usually... We're talking wine and music, and uh, a yep. little different, uh, a little different bent this time around. I mean, we had a major event in our own backyard last week, so uh, figured it was worthy to uh, to hit that this week. Uh, the Kincaid Fire, as is uh, a custom here in October in uh, fire season in wine country, uh, ripped through the area, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen you know, footage of you know flames and destruction, and it's sort of what comes with that, but uh, we thought we'd take the time to, since we're here, <laughs> uh, sort of, you know, provide some context uh, to uh, to what exactly happened and what it means for this area and for wine country and uh, invite people out here. <laughs> so, uh, with us, we have uh, Ken Wilson, he's uh, owner-proprietor of Soda Rock Winery, and along with uh, Katie Ambrosi here, uh, both from Soda Rock. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. Yes. And also uh, Carissa Cruz, head of Sonoma County Wine Growers, who also uh, is has, we'll go into it, a, a lot of experience with this also. Yeah, great to be here. So, let's start off with Soda Rock in general. Um, give, a, give a little background on the winery, when you got involved with it, um, sort of what it means to the region here uh, in Sonoma County, what, what you offer. Well, Soda Rock's, uh, you know, probably uh, started in the area out there in the late 18, uh, mid 1800s, and uh, um, it was a was the center of the community in in Alexander Valley for many years, uh, because that's where the road to, from Healdsburg met the road to Calistoga, and so that was the main corner of the farming community out there. And uh, um, Soda Rock Winery was started around 1880. There was a, a heavy uh, um, plantings of grapes in the late 1800s in all of uh, um, Alexander Valley and and uh, so it became quite a wine region uh, right through and then it uh, kind of fizzled there during uh, an event called Prohibition <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, Soda Rock Winery made it through Prohibition uh, probably because of uh, you know the church wine and various mm-hmm. other things like that, mm-hmm. and being all good Italians, they kept their their vats full. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, Soda Rock made it through uh, some rough times, and and uh, was not much going on during the nineteen uh, forties and fifties and sixties when there was pretty much a lull. Then, uh, then kind of caught on there again in the seventies, and somebody. Took it over as a as the Tompkins uh, opened the winery again after Demosthenes had had it open for a while, and they moved up to um, the creek that came down. What's that? Um, where so where Silver Oak is now? Oh, oh okay. They bought uh, Silver Oak bought them, and so the Demosthenes were there, and uh, um, the the Tompkins took it over, and they early 80s and ran it for about five years but it was pretty much a derelict place and and then it sat vacant for 15 years probably and uh, and I uh, was able to um, buy it in 2000 um, when it was before somebody finally put it up but it was in pretty rough shape <laughs> the um, stone wall was there the main stone wall and again I uh, was able to uh, um, get 
get some historic permits and so forth like that. And slowly we uh, put it together, uh, one room at a time almost. So it was a kind of a labor of love. The thing was part of the roofs where roofs were falling in and it was pretty tough shape. But it also gave us a, an opportunity to um, to visualize and take what shape was there and then make it into something of a facade. Maybe there was a, maybe there was an old rail that brought in the grapes, and we would and we took that and made it into a a room that became of um, a sitting room or something. You know, so it was it was a it was a it was a really a passionate process that we went through for many years. And so every little room was something special to me. So let's rewind about a week and a half now. Uh, this area going through intense fire warning. I mean, everyone everyone knew the, the threat of it existed. Uh, and then obviously on that Wednesday, uh, what became the Kincaid fire broke out. What was your own personal experience with that? I know you got evacuated. Um, how did you find out? What, what, what was that process? Well, uh, I was uh, evacuated also. So I, was, I live in Healdsburg. And uh, so I was evacuated, and uh, we didn't know really where to go. We thought we'd head up north, and then we found out, well, that's evacuated. Mm -hmm. So then we said, well, I don't know. Diane said, let's go to the city. So we went to the city. And uh, so uh, on, on Saturday night, we were, that, the main wind, I guess, came in that night of the Saturday night. And, uh, uh, and at about 3 in the morning, I get a text on banging on my phone that soda rocks on fire mm -hmm. wow. so I'm having to wake up and just you know so I'm just in shock I didn't know what to think so you just you know you have no idea how much you're not there you can't defend it you can't do anything about it mm -hmm. you're kind of stuck mm -hmm. So I was stuck but with soda rock I mean the actual winery and tasting room itself um, unfortunately burning down you do still have the beautiful barn which you're able to host tastings at and maybe events later on is that right where we were lucky <clears throat> at one end of the property there was an old barn and we did use the barn for um, for events and weddings and things like that so it's pretty cool old barn mm -hmm. and a couple of firefighters were there in the night and they brought in a the, they had a a, 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 a um, an engine, a fire engine. They brought it in, and and they walked around and saw that the barn was on fire, just just starting to be, mm -hmm. and they were able to put out the fire on the on the barn. Wow! But the rest of the uh, property was was like, it was roaring to the point where no amount of water would have saved it. Mm -hmm. right. Now, I, I can sort of send this question to both of you, because uh, Carissa, you also have experience with this, uh, losing your home in 2017, yeah. the Tubbs fire. So uh, for both of you, what what's the first, when you first get back on the property, what, what's your first thought? I mean, are you, are you already thinking, oh, I'm gonna come back from this and rebuild, or is it shock? When you first step on that property, what are you thinking? I'll jump in a minute. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, losing my house in Fountain Grove and the Tubbs fire. I think I, I was like resolved even before, because I was for, fortunate, unfortunate to find out right away, which I think the not knowing is probably a, a really unsettling time for folks when you don't know what the result is of the fires. But I um, had the opportunity to learn right away. And so I think 
I was already, I think, resolved before I went. I was like, this isn't going to beat me down. Like, because I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, I didn't know what the end was going to, like, was I going to rebuild, which I've actually chosen not to, but more for personal reasons and where I want to live in the county, given a personal relationship, yay, Um, (laughs) and not just about the rebuilding, you know, in that location. But I was, I was, um, I was like, hey, I'm going to get through this. I mean, I love Sonoma County. There's Mm -hmm. nowhere else I want to live, work, be. And so it was just like, gosh, this this sucks. Okay, don't get me wrong. And and actually, my very first thought on the property was, damn it, the only thing I recognize is my treadmill. And like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, you taunted me every day of my life, your your lack of use. And, you know, all the clothes that had been strung up on the treadmill for, you know, hanging purposes were gone, obviously. But the damn treadmill outline was there. And I literally... Um, I had the opportunity, how I got back up there early on, was doing an interview with CNN, and uh, I I managed to keep my composure because there was a moment in time when I was going to look for, like, some bat or some iron and just, like, beat the living crap out of the treadmill and, like, <laughs> take it down for good. And then I was like, I was like, the news, the news release is going to be, like, crazy woman finally loses it on, like, national TV and wipes out her treadmill. But it was, but it was kind of in that moment where I was like, I'm going to be okay because there's this... I'm kind of, I was able to laugh at like this idea of how absurd, I mean, fire is absurd. You're left with these ashes and you're kind of digging for stuff and nothing really looks. I mean, I was like, I thought my house was huge. And then I see it in this like empty footprint. I'm like, it's so small. How is it so small? It looks so different. And you just, um, so for me, I think, like I said, I just, I can't imagine a better place to live or work than Sonoma County. So I knew I was going to stay here. I didn't really know what that process was going to look like to get from there now two years later successfully in a new home loving it Mm -hmm. you know just super happy and so I think there is Ken a light at the end of the tunnel it may not feel that way now but it's uh it's there and our community is a pretty pretty special place and a great place there's any place you want to rally a community around you it's here oh yeah it was uh for me it was uh I was not able to get back out to my site for for uh, four days. So it was all blocked off and didn't matter whether I owned the place or not, I was still an intruder. So I was uh, not allowed out there. So in those four days, I was able to, um, you know, yet I'd seen it on, I'd seen pictures and I'd seen stuff about it. And I was okay by the time four or five days came along Mm -hmm. that I had already kind of resolved in my mind that it is done and burned and gone and and I was just starting to come out of the shock and the surrealness of not it, of it not being there and now I'm kind of when I walked up to it the first time I was okay you know yeah. I was kind of okay yeah. I was kind of not okay yeah. but I was okay you yeah. know, was I, it first... was already gone. The reality had set in and it was now, the reality was now part of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the first time that you, like, I mean, did you see it on TV? I mean, it was oh, kind yeah. of like, you guys are like the poster <laughs> child for essentially this oh, yeah. this fire. So, I mean, the news uh, people just were eating that up, you know. So, how did that feel seeing your space on TV? Well, I, it was obviously very shocking Absolutely, the first couple yeah. of times I saw it, and it was, you know, tragic to, to look at it. And, and it, I mean, I just sat there and, but, I, you know, I, I couldn't turn the TV off either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, so I was kind of in that kind of 
So for two days, I was just moping around, you know, <laughs> thinking like, how am I gonna get out of this funk, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it is a pretty incredible, though, you were telling, sorry, just jump yeah. in, you were telling the story of the history, and I think that's like what, not the fire piece, but everything leading up, what makes Sonoma County such a different place, such a different wine region. I get asked a lot, like, why Sonoma County? What's special about it? And yeah. I mean, you're talking about this family story and vineyards dating back to the 1800s. I mean, mm-hmm. this is before this is before the judgment of Paris made wine <laughs> in California fun and interesting. We found our place in the world, um, you know, marketplace. This was back when it was like farmers. I mean, as I've been told the stories, because I'm not native to here, but right, a bunch of folks rushed out here for the gold rush, didn't find gold, and a lot of them became farmers and settlers here in Sonoma County. And, you know, our vineyards date back to 1812 in our community. That's a hundreds of years of grape growing and knowledge and such a steeped history in agriculture. And I always like to tell people, I mean, there are wine regions. We have friends, you know, across across the um, the hill from us <laughs> in Napa. And, you know, they came to really the wine, becoming a wine region because they wanted to make great wine. And then the vineyards kind of followed the path of the winemaking. And in Sonoma County, we had farmers looking for a way to keep their land in agriculture and the winemaking followed the grapes. It's like suddenly we had world-class grapes planted here. So I think that is that this idea of being created, a community created by farmers and original homesteaders and these kind of like, you know, frontier men and women. Mm -hmm. That is the spirit that you see right now here, even as the Kincaid Fire containment's going up and what the community's rallied around. And hopefully the support and you know the hugs you're getting around you that you're feeling is that this pioneering, just ag gritty resilient community. It's it's in our roots and like we all just get to kind of live it and see it today. But it dates way back. Luckily before before me, I got to kind of inherit that part of um, its legacy by being you know moving here in 2007. And so I don't know. I think it's just a cool story because there's so many of those buildings from the 1880s and the legacies and now one less unfortunately mm-hmm. with the beautiful barn still standing but and the stone wall the and stone, the stone, stone wall. wall is still out yeah yes so that's so. yeah there's i think a lot of peace that comes with that history that we have and can continue to build on so i this past weekend look on social media and see soda rock is open and are doing <laughs> tastings what and is this, Ken the, Wilson? What is going so, on? <laughs> I mean, the fire, I mean, at this point, the fire is probably 65% contained, so it's still an active fire. And this, you know, we've talked about, the, um, you know, how much it's impacted the winery so far. And you guys are open for business. So how did the, how did that thought process go for you? At what point did you say, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to open up. We're That was, we're here. Uh, yeah, as I say, you had to go through those, those four or five days of, of, of kind of you're in a funk. That's all you can say, and you don't know how to get out of it. And there's no, you you can try all you want, you can say everything you can, but it, you don't get out of it yeah. because it's in you. And uh, so there, my son. I say I ran into my son at the at uh, downtown. We went down there to watch the um, ball game. The the senators. The oh. yeah, the Washington Nationals. Yeah, the Nationals. Sorry, the Nationals yeah. won, and I, so I was sitting at the bar. I was having a Manhattan, <laughs> and my son says, "Okay, Ken, this is what you like to do. You like to design. You like to build. Get over it." Well, nice. So. The, <laughs> 
kind of sat there, had another glass of wine with him, and <laughs> we had dinner together, and next day I felt better. Yeah. Good. And that's when uh, when we got out there, and that's when I got back out to Soda Rock, and we looked, and, and I called Katie and, and everybody. I said, well, why don't we just have a pop-up wine tasting right here? Why don't we just stay open? So. Yeah. Everybody jumped on it, and by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, we were all ready to go. From That's about amazing. 10 in the morning. From 10 in the morning, we were, we had a, <laughs> and we even had the, Sarah goes down and gets the, uh, gets a license even. Wow, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Brought it over, stapled it on yeah, the wall. So, so what was the, the first glass of wine you had at the pop-up? What were you drinking? What was your welcome I, back wine? I did have a, I think I did have a Cabernet. Nice. Yeah, I had a Cabernet first, yeah. And that I think that kind of shows the resiliency of Sonoma County, you know, with the Tubbs fire and then now with the Kincaid, the Kincaid fire. Um, I mean, damage was done, of course, um, but it, I did a drive today and um, it, it wasn't as bad as I was anticipating it to be. It's really Those, not. It it's, really is not. It's yeah. not. When you drive out there, as so I drive in Alexander Valley, and I drive it to Geysersville from Hillsburg every day, and so you, it's it's, you think it's going to be so bad, and you you see it on the hillsides for sure. It's there, but it's not. It's not like the mass destruction. Um, honestly, it's not like when you would see Coffee Park after the Tubbs fire right. and how it looked like a bomb had gone off and it was just decimated. It, it's scarred on the hillsides, but in the valley, it's not there. There's definitely some spots in the road. If you drove, I drove a little as far as I could go and down by like the, there's this place called Thunderbird Ranch that's on yeah. mm -hmm. 128. And um, they won't let you drive much past there. And that's that's pretty burned in through there. But other than that, it's just it's just not. It's It's... It's scarred. There's some. There's some. There's some wounds out there, but it's not. It's so 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 far from being gone and destroyed. And I, I can't. I can't stress that enough to anybody I talk to that from out of the area. That yeah. They. You. We get calls. People call in. Oh, is, are you still? Is is the whole town burned down? And is it? It's like no, not even at all. Like you just. We're. I'm sitting outside right now with a glass of wine, and it's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just saying. I mean, I think people don't know that aren't in Sonoma County how big our county is. We're a million yeah. acres. We're larger than the size of the state of Rhode Island. Fun trivia out there. Wow, folks. that is fun. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so I think when you see, the unfortunate thing I want to say when these things happen is the national media isn't kind to our community in that there's a little bit of sensationalism goes on and that doesn't, I mean, and this is coming from having lost my house. Yes, it was terrible and you're going through this big loss. So not to take that away because there's certainly we feel that but you know our community's a million acres big I mean I talk about the vineyards so I was like oh the vineyards are gone in Alexander Valley I'm like okay vineyard acres planted in Alexander Valley is about 14,000 that's 1.4% of our county <laughs> so if you think about what was impacted if you were to come here or say you were here in the region um, you know where are you going to see this it's like you would have to drive pretty far north to even get into the area where the fires were really impacting. And there's so much of the, the community, our whole Sonoma Valley area, um, Petaluma area, Roanoke Park. You go out to the coast, you're in the Russian River Valley. I mean, there's a, most of Dry Creek Valley, right? There's, I mean, there's, this area was not impacted. Some folks had to evacuate for the safety and hallelujah. You know, we didn't have those losses or any losses. So mm -hmm. how smart was that on, on all of our um, folks? helping us navigate this over the last week and a half but 
we're big and very little. So and now I'm amazed because I haven't actually been up to the area yet. I haven't had a chance to get up there. So to hear that even once you're up in this small part of our county that you're not seeing it is pretty incredible. And I think that's people need to know that out there. Yeah. Like it's it's we're here. Like mm-hmm. we're a big place, and there's so many different adventures you can have. And um, and clearly you can have pop-up adventures already <laughs> yeah. back at uh, yeah. Soda Canyon. So I, you know, Soda Rock, sorry. And um, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and we're open. Like this, the county, I mean, everybody, for the most part, is open. So yeah. open for business and ready to get some support from... And it's a big hug fest right now. You should come <laughs> out. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like in Hillsburg yeah. on like, Sunday as Hugapalooza on oh, the plaza. Right. Seriously. So our yeah. friend Jim Morris yep. is uh, yeah. head of, heading that up and it's going to be a, like a community yeah. potluck. It's amazing. Group hug. I, I know. Don't, I don't I was, like hugging, but I'll be there. I say this, it's like kind of weird. It's like counterintuitive, but I'm like some of the best times to come visit our county is like it's now because yeah. like we're we're all spending that time reconnecting with the community and that happens naturally so often in Sonoma County. We, I mean, we're, we have more nonprofits per capita than like most of the rest of the cities in the country. We're all like 3000. <laughs> we, we love to wow. support each other. We love to give back. We have, you know, all these great community events and you're supporting whether it's a local firehouse or a local organization and these local businesses that were staying open and providing food and all, I it's like you, you gotta come feel it like because yeah. I think you don't know till you've spent time here and hopefully for folks that have had this chance to come and try try our wines and be a part of our community they get that sense but it is it's a big hug fest right now yeah well and the people that were evacuated that were in Healdsburg my goodness yeah. they got treated to like some nice food from uh, like Dustin Vallette and oh, yeah. Kyle Connaughton and from Single Thread and who else I, was I mean gosh so yeah. many amazing Seriously. chefs I was on a call at 430 so we had a 430 call with the grape growers up in that area because both making talking about damage talking about employees so we had you know some of our folks evacuated and didn't get to work for a while so we're working on getting them some support and also just access right so folks like you can you know wanting to get back to their properties to see and um and then we got off that we're getting off this 430 call and our supervisor james gore was like all right diablo is open and they're doing pizzas tonight and i was like okay it's the first time i've been jealous of everyone up in like, <laughs> but like yeah. i was like are the roads open i didn't actually find out for myself if i can get an access badge in because i yeah. want the pizza like right. Yeah, I'm they, like I've been eating mac and cheese in evacuation zone for like a week and a half. For all the first responders and all the people in the yeah. area, and yeah, Dino stayed open and did all that stuff. It was it was pretty like Geyserville's where it's at. I don't know it's for sure. anybody who hasn't been to the area. Uh, you got to yeah. come to Geyserville. No sure. kidding. Yeah, no. it's a pretty special spot. Now, as far as vineyards themselves, how does something like a fire impact yeah. those? Is does it change the the grape growing? Does it change harvest? Does it? How does that play into it? Yeah, and Ken can comment too. I mean, what we've seen, and we saw it in the 17 fires, and we've been seeing it so far now. I mean, agriculture and vineyards in particular play in a pretty amazing role as fire breaks, right? So they're, yeah. they slow the fires, they stop the fires. Um, you know, and also like graze pasture, right? When when you get your cows out there on the grazing land, they're removing the fuel. So you, we, there's incredible pictures both times uh, where you know the fires are coming, and then you see kind of it just sort of pitters out as it goes into the vineyard or into the the pasture. Having said that, when you have the high heat and the fierce winds, inevitably as it comes into the vineyard, you lose some of those first rows. And I think as the fires move through, we still. It, it takes a while to find out if there's real damage. So typically, you know, our vines are going dormant at this point and folks won't really know till the spring, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they come back, what that's going to look like. And I, I, speaking, I've been working really closely with our ag commissioner the last week and a half. And, um, you know, they they tend to say, you know, wait. I mean, if you, if you know for sure, okay, take the vines out. But if there's any question and 
you can look at a vine and say, oh, I don't know if this made it. And then you actually cut a little slice into it and it's still uh, living. And, and oh. so so then you, you let it wait. So I, I know we've, we definitely had some impact, especially around structures. If the structures are burning and you're getting that burn right in the middle of the vineyards, there's probably more loss, but um, mostly it's a lot of irrigation that gets right. That we lose, we lose, you know, end posts. Um, so some of that kind of infrastructure around it, but mm. most of the grapes um, and the vineyards tend to be okay. So there'll be, especially young vineyards, a little tricky. They don't have sort of the the big vines and and um, mm. all that material plant matter to survive. But. Yeah, I find that the vineyards themselves uh, maintain themselves pretty well. They do. And it's, I don't know if we've ever, if anybody's had grapevines, they're pretty hard to kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are the toughest things you've ever seen. They'll dig down 30 feet to find a drop of water. Yeah. So, you know, they're tough. They're tough. They, they kind of match our community. They're resilient yeah. little yeah. things, they, right? They, exactly. So you, it's hard to, hard to get rid of them. And so, yeah, you'll look you'll lose a little bit maybe right on the edge of the vineyard yeah. but but for the most part the vines are going to stay and nobody's going to be hurt by losing a much of a vineyard the only one i saw was a small one where where he had planted them and we had to put the we oh, had to get the, the we, yeah we had to yep. put the hay down to yep. meet the October fifteenth deadline yes. for for making sure <laughs> I, that all your vineyards are back and so you so can winter true. called winterization yes. and the straw burned and burned all, all the all the milk cartons and the whole vines oh. and he lost his vineyard because he was doing the right thing uh, doing the right thing <laughs> for erosion control oh, so goodness. we have a whole process in the in the in the winter mm-hmm. um, where you have to sort of do erosion control throughout your vineyards so you you they use like something called straw waddles, which looks like a, a hay snake, for lack of a better word, that you put down, or you just loosely spread, yeah. you know, the straw, the hay. And I have actually heard that we were kind of like, oh, well, these poor vineyard grape owners who are, because the, the deadline's coming up soon to have your, your vineyards winter. No, it was winter. two weeks ago. Well, for the, um, that was for new. The replants, or yeah, replanted, it's coming up now. Okay. They just extended it a week. Okay. And so everyone that was kind of ahead of the game, which you feel so good about, it mm, might have not been good because that's that's a natural fuel. So that's right. you know it's it's always when you can get that fuel that you have that kind of question mark. And I had mark. I had again up, uh, I'm planting right up in the fire zone, yeah. and it was I was a little bit north of the fire zone up in Alexander mm-hmm. Valley there, and uh, Highland Ranch Road was closed, mm-hmm. but I had planted up there this year. And uh, we had it all winterized. Everything was in, and the hay is all the all on all the on all the vines yeah. all over the place. Well, ninety mile an hour winds. Guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Disbursement of yes. hay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so we're out there struggling to now do it again. Yeah. You get an so, extra week now. Yeah. The ag commissioner gave you an yeah, extra so, week. Oh. Bonus. Um, but the good news is most of our grapes, we talk about the vineyards, but most of our vintage was harvested. So mm-hmm. um, the timing of these particular fires, you know, we estimate it's not, you know, we do our best to estimate. We think we're about 92% of the way through harvest. Great. When the fire started, we saw a big push around the county because you never know, there was wind events impending. And so I think by the time we really saw the big kind of impact on that Saturday night, which impacted you, Ken, and um, and Soda Rock was, I think we got about another 3% in. So when you talk about what was out there, what could be impacted, what were folks struggling with, it's less than 5% of our vintage, which, um, you know, if there's silver linings to be had around the county is that our 2019 vintage for the most part was in the barn, so to speak, and um, 
fermenting away and we're gonna still have you know that world-class yeah. wine coming out of here in 2019 yeah I think we lost one vineyard um, yeah. and and it didn't lose it to fire you lose it to smoke yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, it's right. the smoke that comes through and yeah. sits on the grapes and then you you uh, go you, you can just smell you can get a yeah. handful of grapes and you can and so we lost one one vineyard up at Delormier Winery. Oh, yeah. I heard. And, and yeah. it's so important. I mean, you, you didn't pick those grapes, and I think consumers sometimes out there go, okay, what happens to the grapes and the smoke? But I, I tell folks, like, okay, Sonoma County brand on a, on a bottle of wine, that means something. You pay a premium for that. It's a world-class wine, and no winery, no grape grower is going to risk since 1812 vineyards here, that kind of legacy and history of premium and quality yeah. for a couple of tons of grapes in a mm-hmm. 2019 vintage, if there's any chance of smoke. So, Absolutely. I mean, I think there's just a lot of confidence our, our wine lovers around the world can have in this vintage. Mm-hmm. Now, one other wrinkle on top of all this okay. was the, the power being shut down. And I know that impacted um, a lot of, <laughs> I know that impacted a lot of uh, grape growers of and, and winery owners. Um, did any of the uh, the Wilson wines, uh, Wilson wineries, run into to problems with that? Or oh yeah, how, we, you had, that? we had we um, had um, a lot of our our tanks were full, and our and our um, and we do a lot of hand hand work punch in downs. smaller yeah. punch downs, in because we do a lot of small lots, maybe two or three hundred cases of each wow. of each wine, not a large quantity of any particular wines, but um, so. There was a few instances where we couldn't get into the winery, first of all. They was blocked off, mm-hmm. so we couldn't get there, even to do any of the punch-downs or whatever. And then once we even got there, then we couldn't do any pump-overs because you didn't have any electricity. <laughs> so, so here you are kind of stuck with, and no pun intended, but you're stuck with stuck fermentations is really what happens. And so, so that means you've got to restart them and hope mm-hmm. and then th- make sure the punch-downs and whatever happen as yeah. soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And we were in there. We were actually able to get into Geyserville there um, uh, uh, probably on the uh, on Tuesday, so yeah. they were we were out without without power and without tending for maybe three days, mm-hmm. which was it's not not earth shakingly bad, but it, you know it does it does we may learn something from this also. Mm-hmm. Now, have the have the gears started turning yet as to where you want to go from here? Do, uh, do you want to build off that barn and make that the the focal point, or <laughs> yeah. would, would, we got breaking news here, yeah. folks? Come on, Ken. <laughs> it, it, or, have, is it too early to even um, think about where you want to go with that? Well, I, I'm, I must say I do get I I do like the idea of the barn right now. I'm happy I'm happy that we're there and we're doing that and uh, and I and and I think that you know it's kind of a throwback to the old days and and uh, I think it's kind of kind of nostalgic in a way and uh, um, that's the way I started in business back when I started a long time ago. Had a, two barrels and a board. And life was, you know, that's how, I know how we got going. So here we are back to that again. <laughs> and now, uh, <laughs> so for Soda Rock, though, I think it's a, um, I think it's an obligation to uh, to the valley, to the people, to Alexander Valley, to myself, to the family, to all the 
company to everybody to to maintain it as a icon in the valley and i and i think that uh, you know it's been there for 150 years now and it's got a you know things happen to wineries and it has happened a lot of a lot of stuff has happened to that soda rock winery over the last 150 years so mm -hmm. this is just another chink in the armor of the daily <laughs> Story yeah, it would the story, tell, huh? The story it could tell, yeah. And it'll outlive me and everybody else. <laughs> it's like that yeah. crazy Ken Wilson bought me now. Now what's going to happen? What's next, huh? And then for Carissa, if yeah. you're talking to people, considering coming to the area that never have been here before, or maybe they have, um, what do you tell them about coming to wine country? Do you know, Sonoma County is so great because... Well, obviously, I'm super biased, so there's your <laughs> disclaimer, because I chose to come here. I think I um, my story's interesting because I'm not a multi-generational person that landed here and decided to stay. I chose to come, and I think, um, and part of why is because not only do you have these 18 different grape-growing regions, so you get to sort of experience the world of winemaking in one county, um, and as you're traveling around doing that, you get amazing parks and recreation or the Russian River, all these outdoor activities, and then... You get to pop into these incredible restaurants where these world-renowned chefs are literally personally mm -hmm. showing up at your table and serving some of their favorite things to cook. And I think that with this, just getting to know the grape growers, getting to know the winemakers, it's you show up at Soda Rock, you're going to see Ken, who this is his passion and a place he loves, and he's going to be pouring your glass of wine. And I don't think there are many places around the world you get to actually meet the people. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's the people of Sonoma County that lift this place up and make it so special. Excellent. And I assume uh, Soda Rock will be um, still open for visitors kind of going forward here? And I'm, that's what we decided today. We decided oh. that we'll just keep going uh, daily. Nice. Like we used to, I mean, at the, at the main. So I think we'll just now have to uh, upgrade the, uh, the barn <laughs> a little bit. But Sounds like you just need to get some boots for everyone that's coming, exactly. right? The boots and wine. I would love I mean, I Sonoma would love County's a place you can wear boots, so you should yeah. do that. <laughs> Maybe some heaters. That's the yeah. Yeah. Now, in terms of wine, if you can't get to the winery, what's the best uh, place to direct people uh, if they want to try the wines? At a wine club or re uh, online retail? What, what would be the best place to go for that? Yeah, so um, we have a store at our on our website at sodarockwinery.com. Um, you can click on the wine shop button to buy the Soda Rock wines. And in general, so Soda Rock is part of the Wilson Artisan wine family. There's 11 different wineries in the family. And one really cool thing that we have going for us is that when you are a member at one winery, you receive your member benefits at all the wineries. So you join Soda Rock because you love the Soda Rock wines and that's your primary club shipment but you can still go over to Mazaco or Wilson or Matrix or Rockpile or Pezzi King or Delormier or some of the other ones that I'm not discounting they're just not alphabetically on my list maybe um, but you can go there and you can get your member benefits in terms of your um, your savings on wine or your complimentary tastings and that's something that's pretty unique to our winery not a lot of wineries can can boast that that if you join one club you are a member of them all um, and we ship many 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 places and we do um, we put together some great mixed cases and different offers, so um, you can shop at sodarockwinery.com or go to wilsonartisanwines.com and go to the store there, and you can you can get from multiple brands there and join our list, and we do a lot of cool cases. So 
yeah, you can, a lot of ways to try the wines. We'll and get I into think you. that uh, Katie just we don't um, wholesale, so mm-hmm. so it's you gotta come to the winery to uh, to try the wines, and or you gotta go online to get them because yeah. you're not gonna find them in stores anywhere else. So yeah, like Ken said, most of most of the wines that we have in our portfolio, everything is like, I mean, like maximum 300 cases. And for the most part, it's it's smaller than that on a, so we have a lot of different uh, vineyard designate wines that are really small production. And that's across the board at each of the different wineries. So there's a lot, there's a lot of options of, of wine to, to taste and, um, we have a really we have a really dedicated group of, of wine club members too, and we've really seen that a lot in the last week here with um, with Soda Rock and the news about Soda Rock and how everyone's been reaching out. They um, they're really connected, and it's not only because they love the wines. I mean, I think that's probably the first thing is that they love the wines, but then they just have felt like part of the family, and they see and they feel for Ken and they feel for Diane, and they're just you know it's a it's it's been really nice to see, and um, it, it's a big deal, yeah. Excellent. It's been a long week, long week for everybody, but we we've been through it in this area, and I think uh, we shall uh, we shall move on through. So. We're supporting our own business hey. by drinking a lot of our own wine. So <laughs> that's you know, there's we're doing our part, folks. You need to do your part out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ken Wilson, uh, Katie Ambrosi from Soda Rock Wines, and Chris Cruz, head of the Sonoma County Wine Growers. Thank you all for coming in. Thank you for taking the time. Like I said, I'm sure everyone's been just slammed this week, but I uh, appreciate you taking the time to talk Sonoma County, talk Soda Rock, and uh, still invite people out. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, guys. Come see Thank us. you very much. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you.